Hey, it's Pete Norstead here, and welcome to another Trade on Sports and Focused on Football Betting Podcast. As usual, I'm joined by Jimmy Kempton. How are you doing, Jimmy? Excellent, thanks, Peter. I'm just waiting on one leg of my treble now. A few years ago, I put Global Pandemic, World War Three, and Elvis to be seen alive. Uh, <laughs> and it looks like the first two are coming in, mate. So, yeah. what's a state this world's got itself into? Yeah, it's, it's, it's just sheer, sheer madness, isn't it? I bet it's days like this you're pleased that you're not in the armed forces anymore, Peter. <laughs> oh yeah, I mind you, I don't know whether they, they, you know, I don't know what they'd be doing about this at the moment. I, I, I haven't got a clue to be quite honest. Yeah, but yeah, they'll be, they'll be, you know, running around though. There's no quite question about that. Oh, it's terrible, mate. It's terrible. And then the, the the country that we we sort of had a little bit of a soft spot for last year, the old Belarus or two years ago. They, they haven't covered themselves in any glory in all of this. So, yeah. yeah. So, at least we've got some football to look to, forward to this weekend, mate. Yep. And uh, starting with tonight, uh, Southampton against Norwich. Recent head-to-heads, uh, Southampton have won both the matches. Um, when on the minus one goal handicap, Southampton have won four, drawn four, lost two, of which two of the four victories were by two or more goals. They're coming off a good 2-0 victory at home to Everton. Norwich, uh, away form on the minus on the plus one goal handicap, 1-1, one, one, drawn one, lost five. Three of the five were by uh, one or more goals. Coming off a 3-1 defeat away at Liverpool, although they played pretty well, I thought, Norwich there. Southampton unbeaten in their last nine home matches. So that Southampton is in good form. Minus one handicap, 240 matches, 91 times the home side have covered it, 63 pushes and 86 times the away side. My ratings are suggesting some value Southampton, but I, I, I'm not going to take them, although I think Southampton will win this game. Well, I've been very high on Southampton in recent weeks, as the listeners will know, and, and I've sensed that they've been very underrated in their recent sort of pricings from the bookmakers. But I can't say that they're undervalued for this game. I mean, Southampton are a decent side. I think they've made some great sort of strides this season in terms of the way they play the game, especially the way they're able to compete against the top sides. But they're not good enough to be minus one, Pete, against anybody in this league. Now, when the sides met for the first time this season, Norwich did win 2-1 at Carrow Road. Southampton are only 10-5-3 at home to newly promoted sides. Yeah, I, I can't take Southampton here. But like you say, Pete, I think they'll probably win the game. So, I wouldn't really put anybody off putting them in an acre. Although, the Friday night game, having one of your teams in the acre is a bit of a risk in itself. But uh, on this minus one line, mate, no, not for me. Next up, Leeds against Spurs. Um, recent head-to-heads, Leeds won the uh, the match last season. Um, on the plus five, a half a goal handicap, Leeds record reads 1-1, drawn, not lost two, come off a 6-0 defeat away at Liverpool. Poor result, that is for Leeds, really. Spurs, um, when they're on the minus half a goal handicap away from home, 1-4, drawn, two, lost four, come off a 1-0 defeat. Uh, away at Burnley and again you know questions are being asked at Tottenham Leeds conceded at least three goals in their last four Premier League matches they're, they're leaking goals like anything and this is a vital game really on the plus half a goal handicap there's been 97 matches 50 times the home side are covered 47 times the away side my ratings are su- suggesting there's some reasonable value back in Leeds here plus half a goal but I think they're in a real relegation battle now they are but if ever there's a sort of top half side that you could almost cherry pick for this game this weekend, it would be Spurs because 
Conte's making a lot of noises off the pitch, almost loading the question towards Daniel Levy in that in terms of his future. Yes, their overall record since he came into power at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium is not bad. Won seven, drawn three, lost four. They've lost four of the last five, though, Pete, and three of those have come against Burnley, Southampton and Wolves. Not exactly the powerhouses. And for all of Leeds' faults, they do have short-term memories. They have these poor performances and then they come back and put some sort of decent results together. 16 points separate the two sides at the moment. So this half a goal line is probably about right. I trust Spurs in, in Kane and Son to, you know, have better opportunities or be able to take opportunities more than Leeds. But I tell you what, there's no way I'll be back in the, the away side here. Conte's a strange old character and I'm not convinced he wants to be there much longer and we, we will see whether he will be so on this line, keep him well away uh, Next up uh, Brentford uh, against Newcastle uh, Brentford's uh, off scratch at home are one naught drawn one lost three, coming for a 2-1 uh, defeat away at Arsenal. Newcastle, when they're off scratch away from home, one not draw, not lost three. Coming off a one-all draw away at West Ham. Brentford lost six of their last seven and Newcastle, they've only won one of their last away, 11 away matches. So both sides are are in a, a, a little bit of poor form, really. Uh, well, we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, off scratch, uh, last five seasons, 185 matches, 53 home wins, 66 draws, 66 away wins. My rating suggesting no value in the line. Now, despite Newcastle only winning one of their last 11, the momentum is certainly with the away side. And and this is a vital game. And and I, I again, still worry for Brentford. I, I can see Newcastle overtaking Brentford this weekend. Well, I wrote a long preview of this game, so check it out on focusedonfootball.co.uk. I'm taking Newcastle here, Pete, plus a quarter of a goal, mainly because you quite rightly state in terms of the momentum. I don't really understand our Brentford are favourites for this game. This is one of those old adages of we have an old established Premier League side who have been down at the bottom of the table for a long time. They've been in a lot of these games. They've got a manager now in Eddie Howe who is familiar with what's required in these types of games. Brentford have got one point from the last seven. They've conceded at least twice in six of those games. They did keep a clean sheet, admittedly, against Palace last time out at home. But in recent seasons, Newcastle have got four, five and five away to newly promoted sides. Yeah, give me Newcastle here, mate, plus quarter of a goal. Brighton, Villa next. Um... Recent head-to-heads, Brighton have one naught. There's been two draws. Villa have one naught. Uh, Brighton on the minus one, uh, sorry, minus quarter goal handicap. One one drawn five, lost four. So only one victory when they've been minus quarter of a goal. Cut off a three nil defeat at home to Burnley. Villa uh, away when they're plus a quarter. One four drawn two, lost four. Cut off a one nil defeat at home to Watford. Uh, when we look at uh, minus quarter of a goal, uh, 495 matches, 204 home, the, the home side of 151 um, draws, 140 away wins. I think the value is with Villa here and that's going to be one of my bets. I don't see, I just, I just don't see Brighton winning this game. Well, Villa have had a really good record, only lost one of the five meetings in the recent, in the recent seasons. They won 2-0 when the sides met earlier this season. Brighton are six points ahead of Villa, though. And maybe it's me needing Brighton to, to lose this game for my season-long uh, bet on the Brighton points under. 
when mid third finishing sides meet each other, the home side win approximately forty percent of the games. So the chances are historical trends suggest that Brighton have the best chance of winning this game, Pete. I'm keeping well away from it. I, I do agree with you in terms of sort of Villa probably offer the value for me. But in some ways, the fact that they've lost 13 games this season suggests to me that they're not the best team for relying on to get a draw, which would get you a half win here. So, yeah, I'm leaving this one well alone. Palace, Burnley next. Recent head-to-heads, Palace have 1-2, Burnley have 1-3. When uh, Palace are minus half a goal, their the record's not bad, actually. 1-6 drawn, 1 lost, 3 couple, 1-0 defeats at home to Chelsea. Burnley... Uh, when they're plus half a goal, uh, 1-3, drawn four, lost three, come for 1-0 victory at home. Spurs, good win that is for Burnley. Palace, they've lost their last three home matches. When we look at the minus half a goal handicap, 229 matches, 109 times the home side covered, 120 the away side covered. Well, we talked about Burnley last week, didn't we? When they played, were at um, Brighton, and I wasn't so, so sure. Burnley are now starting to come back in, and this is going to be one of my bets. I can see them avoiding defeat here. I can as well, Pete. Not convinced that I'm going to take it, mainly because when you look at the league table, there's a nine-point gap between Palace and the drop zone. They've played a couple more games than most of the teams below them. And I think Patrick Vieira might really target this game. If they win this game, Palace, they are effectively safe. And yes, Burnley only lose sort of 30% of games away to bottom half finishing sides. But we have seen some real improvement from Palace this season. It's a difficult place to go to. They're always in games at Sellers Park. And although I'd normally be with you on this one, Pete, I'm just a little bit reticent because we talked about momentum in the Newcastle-Brentford game. That Palace victory in midweek against Watford, they're going to be buzzing for this game. They'll know it's... I won't say it's their season, but if they if they win this game, they are safe. So you could see almost a, a massive kitchen sink type effort from Palace here, because then they can have a couple of months off, really, and, and Patrick Vieira can start to look at different things for next season. So, yeah, I think it's a, a dangerous game for Burnley, this one. So, yeah, I'm keeping away. Uh, Manchester United, Watford next. Uh, Man United have won the last five meetings between the two sides. Uh, when they're minus one and a half goal handicap, their record reads one five drawn, two lost, three four of the five victories were by two or more goals. Come off a four two uh, victory away at Leeds. Watford, they've lost all six matches when plus one and a half goals. Five of the six they've lost by two or more goals. Coming off a four one defeat to Owens Palace. Um, Man United, they're unbeaten in seven. I, I mean, I, I can't understand all these Manchester United fans moaning and groaning. They ought to follow Peterborough. They'd, 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 be, mo- <laughs> they'd, be, they'd be moaning and groaning then. No real value in the line, I don't see. But, but obviously, I think Manchester United, are, you know, should be a comfortable victory. I do, th- I, I, I do think Watford, you know, uh, could be down, to be honest. Oh, Peter, you do know how to make me chuckle. And yes, you're quite right. You know, we, we had Lee, uh, Manu at Leeds last week and there was a, a tricky spell in the game, but they won 4-2 away in the Premier League. Um, they drew one all at Atletico in midweek. You know, they the, the really need to have a reality check to these Man United fans who are claiming, well, all woe is me. Watford have beaten United, though, in two of the last three meetings of the sides. 
when you look at it, they should be perfect cannon fodder, though, for United. If United ever want to get back to winning ways, they've conceded 47 times in the 25 games. And after that good start for Roy Hodgson and that goalless draw at Burnley, it's not really gone to plan. I lean United, Pete, but they are a little bit untrustworthy at the moment. And when I say untrustworthy, I mean in terms of, you know, not demolishing teams that you think they should. And although we had a, it should have been a much more comfortable win for us last Sunday at Leeds when they went 2-0 up. But somehow they managed to get themselves involved in a scrap when the game should have been out of sight. So for that reason, Pete, I'm not going to take United. Here's, here's a strange, strange game here, this next, the, the, the tea time game, Everton-Manchester City. Um, recent head-to-head, City have been dominant. They won four of the five with Everton win the other one. Everton have never been plus one and three-quarter goals uh, in the last five seasons. They're coming off a 2-0 defeat uh, away at Spurs. City, uh, when they're um, uh, minus uh, one and three-quarters away from home, they won six, drawn two, lost naught. Three of the six victories were by three or more goals, come for three-two defeats at home to Spurs. Everton, they've lost five of the last six. City won eight of the last nine away. You know, contrasting stats there. I'm, I'm surprised. No value. I don't see any value in the line. But here's an interesting one. Nine matches. There's only been nine matches when a home side have been plus one and three-quarter uh, goals. Four times the home side have covered that have been two half losses and three losses. So it's quite even. I'm a little bit surprised by that. I'm a little bit surprised I don't see any value. I can't believe Everton are plus one and three quarters at home. And that, and that to me, basically sums where I'm at with this game, Pete. Because if I, if I swap Everton for Newcastle here, they've effectively got the same record almost as such, in a way. Well, They've got 22 points. If this was Newcastle v Man City, I would not see any value with Newcastle plus one and three quarters, despite the fact that when you look at their sort of goal difference, their record in terms of points acquired, pretty similar. The lights are on at Goodison. It's a live game on Sky. We know the crowd's going to be fully behind Frank Lampard's men. So you know that if they get through that first 20 minutes, Everton, this atmosphere is going to really ramp up. And the crowd will start to believe that they can get something. And, you know, it's going to be very difficult for Man City. It's still one of them tight, confined grounds where the the crowd are on top of the players. But the stats are the stats. Man City are 41 points ahead of Everton. You know, know, they've only played 20-odd games. They're averaging, you know, one and three-quarter points a game more. So, I can't back Everton here because I'm, I'm just hoping that they get through the first 20 minutes unscathed rather than thinking that, you know, they're, they're a good side and they shouldn't be favoured by this. It's just, it would be an emotional, atmospheric play on the home side here. I definitely can't take City though, Pete. And, you know, they've got a tough game, haven't they, next midweek? Yeah. So, yeah, away at London Road. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, and I think as well, if this game was played at three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon, wouldn't be interested in Everton, but because it's the 5.30 game, because it's on Sky, because it's under the lights, kind of makes me want to back Everton, but is that a reason to make a bet? Because it's under floodlights? Not convinced it is, mate. West Ham Wolves next. Recent heads heads. West Ham have won one. Wolves have won two. Uh, 
West Ham, I, I did this on the minus half a goal handicap. Uh, one four drawn, one lost five. Come from one old draw uh, at home to Newcastle. Uh, Wolves, when they were plus half a goal, they've lost. They've only done that twice away from home, and they've lost both times. They come for a two one defeat away at Arsenal. That was their first loss. The five away matches, Wolves. They've won their previous four away matches. When we look at the minus quarter goal handicap, 495 matches, 204 home wins, 151 draws, 140 away wins. My ratings are suggesting just a bit of slight value with the home side, but it's going to be a tough call, this one. Well, I'm going to buy a quarter of a goal, Pete, and I'm going to bat Wolves plus half a goal at four to five here, 1.80. Two points separate the sides and West Ham sit above Wolves at the moment. But in my honest opinion, Wolves are a much better side. They're perfectly set up to play away from home. We saw last night at the Emirates for long periods, they sort of repelled an Arsenal side who, by all accounts, because I didn't see uh, the game, were constantly on the front foot. But Wolves' game management and the way they can maintain the ball under pressure kept Arsenal at bay. I heard they were a little bit unlucky with with the winner for Arsenal in injury time where keeper tries to get a hand on it and actually goes behind him and into the net. So even though they lost last night, the line has come down from minus a half to minus a quarter. So the bookmakers have acknowledged that despite that defeat last night, Wolves put in a good performance. I I don't see Wolves losing this game, Pete. I I just think they're too well-drilled, too well-disciplined, and I'm not convinced West Ham are. And I, and I do think Wolves will find a way to score. And I don't see West Ham scoring twice. So I'm going to buy that quarter of a goal. I'm going to take Wolves plus a half. Yeah, before we get on to the uh, selections, just a, a quick word. Obviously, Arsenal aren't playing in this round due to the uh, the League Cup final. But I thought, you know, I thought they played quite well last night. And indeed, I think really, if, they, if they've got, you know, when you look back on the season so far, if they could get their away form together, they'd, they'd, they'd be doing very well, wouldn't they? Yeah, well, what's that saying about me, Auntie? If she had something, she'd be my uncle or something. You've got to play home and away, Peter. Yeah. I know, I, what, I know what you mean. They are a very different animal now under Arteta on home soil. Yeah. Um, but still, there's still glimpses of that defensive frailty. I mean, by all accounts, it was a silly goal they gave away. Um, and they nearly paid the price because it changed the total complexion of the game with Wolves going ahead early. Um, but they managed to find a way to, to get the three points. So, well done, Gunners. Yeah, it's good. And and when we look at the relegation, Tussle, obviously we've got Leeds, Everton, Newcastle and Burnley down there. But you can see the three that came up last season going down this season. You can see Brentford, Watford and Norwich all making a return, can't you? Yeah, well, I think we said probably about four or five weeks ago it was three from four. Well, all of a sudden, that looks like three from seven now because I see everybody from Brentford down in, in some real danger. And I'm not going to say this or suggest anybody puts a bet on it, but I'm a little bit concerned about Leicester as well. I don't think they're anywhere close to going down, but... I don't see where the next result's going to come from. No, the, the the problem is as well with with my ones with the Leicester. My 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 ratings are suggesting you know that that um, you know Leicester Leicester are still valuing some of these matches and you know that that's you know it, it, they're still catching up if if, if you know what I mean. 
They've, they've conceded 14 more goals yeah. than Burnley. Yeah. And I know I know Burnley set up completely different in terms of how they play the game, but they've conceded 43 times in 23 games. You're not you're not going to win many games in the Premier League if you can't keep a clean sheet. And if you if you concede twice in a game, which is nearly what they're averaging at the moment, you're going to win even less. Yeah, and looking at the, I mean, I, you know, as what well, you know, I've been looking at these Asian handicaps and doing this. You know, there's there's this this last week there were some really good ones. This week I don't see any real great trends in those handicaps. Although, you know, you could argue possibly Watford away at, at Man United plus one and a half, but I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be playing that. I wouldn't be playing any of these trends this week. No, I think it's. It... You know, we're coming to the business end of the season. Uh, have that trend in your mind. But, yeah, there's, you know, there's certain spots where you wouldn't just be relying on, on the, the long-term trends to get you through. You would need to do that digging on that, that individual game itself. And there's some, there's some really interesting games. It's Brighton Villa to me. I mean, I won't be watching it, but I think that's a really intriguing game because if... The way Villa, the form that Villa have been in in recent weeks, if Brighton are taking that next step, it's really a game they should win. Yes, yes. But I'm yeah. not convinced they will. No. Right, well, we better get on to what we're, we're back in, because I nearly forgot that. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, I'm going to go uh, Villa plus a quarter a goal away at Brighton and Burnley plus half a goal away at Palace. Well, for the first time in a while, I'm going to take two selections because I've been doing well just on one. So uh, let's hope we can double up this week. And I'm going to take Newcastle plus a quarter of a goal. And I'm also going to buy a quarter of a goal in the Wolves game. Take it from the uh, plus a quarter, which I think is about uh, 2.1 at the moment. I'm going to buy that quarter of a goal. I'm going to take Wolves plus a half at 1.80. Yes, you see, I think that's I think that's a good bet. Wolves plus yeah. half uh, at West Ham. Now, now, if you were looking at that, yes. I genuinely think they're a far better side than West Ham. And in terms of trajectories, I think they're going in different directions as well, despite Wolves' defeat last night. Right. We shall be back uh, next week. Um, have a good weekend, everybody, and hopefully uh, a winning weekend. Best of luck, everybody.